Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yo, what is up, everybody? And welcome into ADZ Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network. With a lot more content coming your way, make sure that you check out adzsports.com slash Dallas. And as always, remember that primetime is brought to you by our friends over at freemanmazda.net. We will talk more about them and the ride of the week in a few moments here on the show. Before we do any of that, though, let me let me throw out the initial question out on the chat because we'll we'll talk Dan Quinn tonight. I know it's a painful topic because Cowboys Nation does not want Quinn to leave, but it is definitely a a big probability, I would say. My question from me to you is, are you betting on Dan Quinn staying or leaving? This offseason, let me know what you guys think about that in the chat. Shout out to all of you who are joining the show. We've got Stephen White over at YouTube. We've got Jason Chavez over at Facebook. Uh, Bruce got the toxic use. Gregory, Dadio as well in the show. Tommy915. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into the show. Uh, let's see. Stephen White says, Hush, that is his bet. There you go. Charlene sustained. Bruce got the toxic use, says living, unfortunately. Alex goes with living. Gregory goes with staying, staying uh, for Omar Letty as well. Man, I don't know. This is a tough call. I am leaning towards him leaving. I'm not even going to lie. There are like five head coach openings still to this point, and he is a top candidate in three of them. He's a top candidate for the Denver Broncos, the Indianapolis Colts, and then you've got the Arizona Cardinals, who, according to Tom Pellicero from NFL Network, are interviewing Dan Quinn for a second time on, you know, uh, that was a report on this Tuesday morning. So it sounds like the Cardinals are really interested in Dan Quinn. And here's how I feel. If you're betting on Dan Quinn staying then what you are hoping for is that the offensive mind trend continues around the NFL. NFL teams are leaning towards signing offensive-minded coaches just because it is the most sustainable way to have success in the modern NFL. Look at the coaches in the divisional round. You had Mike McCarthy, head of coach, Kyle Shanahan, head of coach, Nick Sirianni. Uh, on the other side of that was Brian Dable, and then you go to the AFC side of things, and you've got Andy Reid. You've got who, who else do you have? Uh, Zach Taylor, offensive minded coach. I mean, there's Sean McDermott, of course, but then the other coach would have been, of course, Doc Peterson with the Jacksonville Jaguars, trying to remember 
the coaches that were on the NFL in the divisional round. Most of them, almost all of them, offensive-minded coaches. NFL teams want that, especially, and you take into account the Denver Broncos, for example, and they've got Russell Wilson. They probably want continuity with Russell Wilson. And if you have a hotshot offensive coordinator, there's a high chance that if he has success, he's leaving for a head coach opening sooner rather than later. And because of that, maybe teams are being a little bit hesitant on signing defensive coaches as their head coaches. But hey, right now, teams have to work with what they've got. And I'm not sure if this crop of offensive coordinators is nearly as talented as the ones that we've seen over the last few years. You know, Mike McDaniel, for example, Brian Dable with the Buffalo Bills, Eric Bieniemy is an eternal head coach candidate. For some reason, he doesn't get that job. Uh, it sucks. But there are a lot of, you know, uh, offensive-minded coaches out there that might not be grabbing the attention of these uh head coach needy teams like in previous years. So I think that he is leaving. And I think because based on based on reports on what Tom Pelissero has said and what Ian Rappaport has said, it sounds like Dan Quinn might even be the first domino to fall in the head coaching world. We'll see. Uh, if he does, man, I wish him success. I think that the Cowboys Nation will agree to that. He did a tremendous job turning around the Dallas Cowboys. And I think that one of the things that gets overlooked with him is his evolution as a defensive mind. We know that he's a great players coach. We know that he's a great teacher. I would drop in that maybe one of his underrated traits is that he's a great talent evaluator. We witnessed it firsthand. We doubted and second-guessed many of the draft choices on defense for the Cowboys. They said, Ozo Digizuwa, and we were like, isn't it, isn't it too early for him? Uh, the same for other players that, you know, have thrived like De'Ron Bland with the Cowboys over the last couple of years. He, he's a good talent evaluator. Having said that, I think that uh, those on the outside, those who don't root for the Cowboys and watch him closely, uh, many maybe a lot of people didn't realize how different his defenses were his 2021 defense and 2022 defense were from the ones in Seattle and the ones in Atlanta even. Because he went from being that cover three labeled coach when he was with the Seattle Seahawks, the 2013 kind of defenses around the NFL, and he turned it into a man defense, man first defense almost in 2021. And then in 2022, he reached a, a whole new level with a lot of versatility and created pressures, and the Cowboys were able to rotate safeties out of nowhere and play two high defenses. So I think that he's evolved a lot as a as an X's and O's coach as well. He's been he, he's proven that he can adapt to the situation. So I think that I think he might have a lot of success as a head coach in a second opportunity. Now, there's an opportunity that he doesn't go anywhere. We had this same feeling last year, and he's he stayed. And as Joseph points out here on the show over on YouTube, he says, Queen is already paid like a head coach. Man, Jerry Jones opened up that wallet last offseason. We'll see if that happens again or uh, if, if Dan Queen decides to stay. Gregory says, Mo, 
if we lose Dan Quinn, we should go after Wink Martindale to take his place. I don't know if Wink Martindale counts as an available coach. I mean, I would love the, I would like the idea, uh, and we'll talk about some of the replacement candidates. I don't think that Martindale applies to the conversation because it would be a a horizontal movement for for Wink Martindale, like moving from defensive coordinator with the Giants to defensive coordinator with the Cowboys. I don't think that would take place. He is a mad scientist kind of coach, and I don't think that it applies for the Dallas Cowboys for other reasons too, like the style of defense that he plays. That's a lateral move, exactly. But even even if, if that w- were in the case, like say Wingdale hypothetically was fired from the Giants. I'm not sure if he would fit with what the Cowboys want to do on defense. I think not. But... Um, Matt scientist coaches are always fun to watch. So, I, I mean, I wouldn't hate that. But I don't think he's a candidate for multiple reasons. And we'll get into the, the candidates that I do think are available. And with that, actually, I think we can get into that. Let's get to number one on my list. To me, it's George Edwards. The number one replacement that the Cowboys could get for Dan Quinn. Some people will say boring because he's an in-house candidate. But let me be clear. I think if Dan Quinn leaves, there's like an 85% chance that the Cowboys promote from within to replace Dan Quinn. And by the way, I wouldn't oppose that. George Edwards, for those of you who maybe uh, have not caught up with the entire Cowboys coaching staff has been the senior defensive assistant for the Cowboys since 2020. Now, he was a defensive coordinator for six seasons with the Minnesota Vikings, and he had some impressive units, by the way. He had some impressive units when he was with the Vikings. Let me read to you some stats. In 2014, the defense allowed 21.4 points, ranking 11 in the NFL. That improved in 2015 to 18.9 points per game, ranked uh, fifth in the NFL. That's the kind of improvement going from 11th to to fifth that George Edwards brings to the table. But more than anything, here's what I like about the possibility of getting somebody like George Edwards as defensive coordinator. You don't mess around with continuity. You know how to use the foundational pieces that the Cowboys already have on their defense. George Edwards would probably learn a lot from Dan Quinn, has probably learned a lot from Dan Quinn in how to use Micah Parsons, how to use Trayvon Leakes. He knows the players that are in Dallas right now. He knows who Jaron Kears is as a player. The same for Malik Hooker. Because I do think that the Cowboys defense can get better in several positions. Like, you know, cornerback is definitely one of them, especially considering the free agent class that the Cowboys are going to have to deal with. But there are some pieces that are already here that you would like to see used in a similar way to what Dan Quinn was doing before he's hypothetically hired by another team as head coach, if that does happen. 
I would like to see some continuity. And I think George Edwards having six seasons as defensive coordinator under his belt makes him the number one candidate, the most likely candidate to be promoted from within. There is some disagreement on that on social media. I've seen two names thrown around. We'll get into the next one in a few moments here. But before we do that, let me drop another question in the chat for all of you. Whether you are watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, let me know what you think about this. Would you rather hire an in-house candidate in the hypothetical case that Dan Quinn is hired as a head coach elsewhere, would you like to hire the defensive coordinator as an in-house candidate or would you like to go with an outsider? Let me know in the chat while you do that. And before I give you my final answer on that, let me talk to you about our friends over at FreemanMazda.net because the ride of the week is the 2023 Mazda MX-5 Miata Sport. This one starts at $28,965, a beauty of a vehicle. It's got Apple CarPlay slash Android Auto, which is a game changer. It's got keyless entry. You push to start, convertible roof, blind spot monitor, and a miles per gallon capacity of 26 when you are in the city. That goes up to 34 when you are in the highway. The MX-5 Miata Sport 2023, by the way, you can check it out over at FreemanMazda.net. I guarantee you that it's worth checking it out. Watch the pictures. Check out all of the uh, the pictures on the website. And, you know, Freeman Mazda, family-owned business for over 65 years. That's A-plus customer service that you are getting. And when you choose Freeman Mazda, you're choosing a lifelong partnership with your car dealer. So, Let's see your answers here really quickly. Outside in, in-house candidate, what do you prefer? Al Harris says, uh, Heartland Cowboys fan. So that would be an in-house hire. Let's see here. Uh, Whit Junior says, Mark Aaron. Jason Chavez goes with Big Fangio. That would be an outside hire. Dan will stay, says uh, Demar. Man, I, I, I hope you're right. I really hope you're right. I think in-house for the defense is Joseph. Jay Reed says, get somebody that's going to keep the current scheme. And if you want that, if that is the goal, then you got to go with an in-house candidate because you've got at least a couple of very solid candidates to take over a defensive coordinator. Uh, let's see here. Wheat or Harris is best in-house. Bruce got the toxic use. In-house is uh, Ines. Scotty goes with in-house. Thomas is none. Uh, he refuses to participate. Because he wants Dan Queen. I feel you. I feel you, Tommy. I am hoping that he comes back. Number two. We got to go with Joe Witt Jr. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Witt Jr. is currently the secondary coach for the Dallas Cowboys. And man, you don't need to know any, anything else. Because if you have seen the secondary play, considering that Jordan Lewis got injured, considering that Anthony Brown got injured, and you've seen what the Cowboys have done with those three safeties in that big nickel package. You got to love what Joe Witt brings to the table. He's got to be on the radar immediately. Plus, Joe Witt Jr. has a lot of experience. We might not talk about him a lot 
but he was with the Packers for 10 seasons between 2008 and 2018. He was with Dan Quinn for one season, actually, in Atlanta, 2020. Not one full season, because that's actually the year in which Dan Quinn gets fired from the Falcons. But Joe Witt Jr. has done a lot for the Cowboys this season. And we have seen it up close when watching that defensive back groups. And also, it's not like he just coaches the technique of these players. He is actually the pass game coordinator for the Cowboys. And to me, that is huge. Because Dan Quinn might be the mastermind behind what the Cowboys have done on defense over the last couple of years. But a big part of what impressed me the most in Dan Quinn's second year with the Cowboys was how different the defense looked. We saw, I don't, remember, I don't actually know the final numbers for the season, but for a large part of the season, the Cowboys were not even blitzing that much. They were blitzing, they were bringing pressure, but since they were getting pressure with four, they were very selective with their blitzing. And when they did send extra pressure, it was beautifully tied into the coverage. They knew how to balance perfectly being vulnerable by being super effective. It seemed like every time that they blitzed, it worked one way or another. And you got to give some credit to the players, of course. You know, the respect that Micah Parsons demands from opponents, pass protection units, and all of that. But hey, if you're talking to me about a passing game coordinator and what the Cowboys did on the back end when sending those pressures, that says to me a lot about Joe Witt Jr., and that speaks volumes as to how smart he is. Is he a great leader? Is he a great teacher? Honestly, hard to know without actually being there. But at least from an X's and O's perspective, Joe Witt Jr. could even be a no-brainer. I think that's what why a lot of people actually have him as the number one option to replace Dan Quinn. I have him at number two uh, below George Edwards. But honestly, it's almost a coin flip between these two. George Edwards has the experience with six seasons as a defensive coordinator under his belt. Joe Witt Jr., though, uh, might have a little bit of a upper hand because of what he has done with the secondary. So don't rule him out. Definitely don't. Uh, those are actually my two in-house candidates. Some people have actually brought up the Al Harris name in the comments that would be surprising i think that would be more of a wild card for dallas but also i i mean i wouldn't hate it at all i just would assume and i would speculate that the cowboys have hold joe witt jr and they hold george edwards in a higher pedestal right now maybe that's how i would uh, uh, look at things right now so uh, let's see here really quickly. Gerald says the passing game is because of Dan Quinn. Quinn is the reason why this defense was good. But you see, that's how coaching trees work. That's how coaching trees have always worked. There's always, you know, a sort of, you could call him maybe like, <laughs> and that's why they call it like genealogical coaching trees. Dan Quinn is like the father of a lot of coaches that can go off that branch and he can make that a coaching tree himself. So I, I even though I 100% agree with Gerald, that Dan Quinn was the reason why this defense worked. If he does leave, 
in the hypothetical case that he does, these guys might might be able to keep it going. Even if it is not as effective, it can't still be effective. Call him the godfather, says Joseph. All right, we, we will do that. George uh, Dan Queen can be the godfather of George Edwards. He can be the godfather of Joe Witt Jr. We, we can leave it at that. Eric Bianami, the service to be head coach, says Joseph. Get Eric Bianami as OC and pay him properly, says Jay Reed. OC is not a possibility. That would also be a lateral move uh, unless he is fired for one reason or another, which is obviously not happening. Just like being extreme with things. Uh, Eric Bianami is not going to, to pull off a lateral move. As for, you know, Joseph's comment on him deserving to be head coach, it blows my mind that he has not gotten that chance yet. And I think that's part of the whole, you know, conversation that we had last offseason with the Brian Flores lawsuit and everything. I mean, there's got to be, the NFL has to make it, has to do a better job with their head coaching hires around the NFL. Because I do have a hard time believing that some of these uh, coaching decisions are not based on race. I'm sorry, but like you, you look at the decision makers around the NFL and it's hard not to draw those conclusions. I would bet that's the number one reason why Eric Bieniemy is not a head coach. And that freaking sucks. That blows. I remember when we had this conversation last offseason and it was... Man, it, it, it really, really sucks. Some people say, oh, he interviews terribly. I, I don't even know how fans would know that. Right? But yeah, I do agree that Eric Bien-Aimé, uh would be a, a, a good head coach. I do think that he deserves to be a head coach. I think he's deserved that for a while too. I refuse to believe that it's just because he... He has bad interviews. Like, come on, man. That's That sounds like BS. That sounds like 100% BS. Uh, and actually, Teardrop Floyd just said it in the chat. I agree, man. I hate it when people bring that up. Like, oh, he's a bad interviewer. Man, come on. How, how would you know in the first place? How would you know? Nathaniel Hackett got a job over Eric Bieniemy. Come on, and it, and this is not this is not hindsight either because we when when Nathaniel Hackett was hired, we said, "How come you hire Nathaniel Hackett over Eric Bieniemy?" But anyways, you know, Tom and I one five says, "I'm glad that all our uh, all our in-house candidates are African American." I agree with Tommy, man. Uh, if if Dan Quinn does leave, I I do hope that George Edwards or or Joe Witt Jr. get called up to be defensive coordinator. However, we still have two more names left to go before we leave tonight on ADC Sports Dallas Prime Time, and this time we are putting them together because these are the outsiders that I would consider, and I think that the Cowboys could consider to replace Dan Quinn. So, without any further ado, here we go. This round up, this round out our four replacement candidates for Dan Quinn, Big Fangio, and Brian Flores. These two 
open up an entirely different conversation. Because these two are not about continuity. These two are not about keeping the same scheme that he had with Dan Quinn. These two are about bringing two defensive masterminds. Talk to me about all of Big Fangio's failures as a head coach, as a head coach, but you cannot deny that a Big Fangio is the defensive mastermind of recent years in the NFL. He really came up with the entire, I mean, not that he came up like by himself, of course, there like it is very complex to try to find where schemes came from. But that match defense, match quarters defense that you see in the NFL nowadays in which teams rotate from too high to single high and they show too high safeties pretty much uh, every time. And maybe like Brandon Staley, for example, removes the safeties from the run fit. A lot of crazy stuff like that. Uh, that's all big fan joke. And that's Brandon Staley. They are the fathers of what has been going on defensively league-wide over the last three years, two years, and uh, this season. That's because of Big Fangio. So that's the number one name that I would consider uh, on the outside. And then I would go with Brian Flores as well, just as another outsider. I know that, and it's difficult to know who the Cowboys would be interested in because since they're not looking yet, it's not like we're hearing reports on who they're talking to. Brian Flores is a good he's a good defensive coach. Period. Some people will say, well, maybe he's not as as you know centered in the secondary, and some people might not like that, so on and so forth. But man, Brian Flores is a good defensive coach. And if the Cowboys manage to land one of those these two in a scenario in which they don't keep Dan Quinn. I don't know how Cowboys Nation would feel bad about that. I think those top th those four replacement candidates are number 1 doable and number 2 I would say wouldn't leave the Cowboys in a bad spot at all. But as I said, but as I as I said, I think that George Edwards, Joe Witt Jr would be the most likely candidates to replace Dan Quinn. By a lot, but like by a mile. I would be surprised if the Cowboys end up signing somebody from the outside, hiring some somebody from the outside if Dan Quinn does leave. Let's see what you guys have to say. And, and, and I will actually drop this in, in the chat too. Now that we've been through four names, maybe you are thinking of somebody else as well that maybe I missed. Who would be your number one hire for defensive coordinator? Let me know in the chat. And let's see. Uh, some of your comments here. Tommy says, remember, if we hire from the outside, we probably lose the guys we have now, like Joe Witt and George Edwards and Al Harris. That is a good point. That is a good point because if, if Dan Quinn leaves and then the Cowboys go with somebody from the outside, Dan Quinn probably takes most of his guys with him. That's how things work. And maybe George Edwards is Quinn's defensive coordinator elsewhere or Joe Witt Jr., Let's see here. Sinking suspicions. It won't be it won't be Flores's bruise. I like Flores over Fangio, says Tommy. Shout out to Toxic Tom. He is back. He says finally off work. Banjo going with Peyton, says Ryan. That's been a that's been a storyline 
that's been a storyline over the last few weeks. Uh, Benjamin Albright, who I know gets a lot of hate on Twitter, but yeah, I mean, he is a credible reporter, whether you like it or not. Uh, Benjamin Albright tweeted out that he wouldn't be surprised if Sean Payton doesn't even sign as a head coach. That's crazy. That is impressive. And his argument is that the two jobs that maybe Sean Payton was hoping for were the Dolphins, maybe the Cowboys. But yeah, he was hinting at the possibility that the job that he really wanted did not open itself. So we'll see what happens. Who would be your number one option? Joe Witt Jr. says uh, Gilbert. Who else here says... Uh, House Nelson says, I hope that they hire a YouTuber since they know it all. Well, listen, if that YouTuber, <laughs> if, if we're talking about the offensive side of things and that YouTuber happens to be JT O'Sullivan from the quarterback school, sign me up. <laughs> Let's get Big Fangio to replace Quinn, says Chark, bottom line. Charlene says, Todd Bowles, Jack Del Rio, and the Marcus Ware. I got three. Creative list. I will give you that. Uh, ooh, this is a tough one, Gregory. He says, Mo, would you rather hire Dan Quinn as head coach and fire McCarthy? Nah, I, I will say no. Uh, I mean, we had a conversation about a similar thing last night when we talked about McCarthy versus Peyton. I think that. I don't know what else we can ask from McCarthy as head coach. We can complain about the, the Kellen Moore thing. We can complain about some of the talent issues with this team. I just have a hard time believing that McCarthy is the problem with Dallas Cowboys right now and that Dan Quinn would do very differently as head coach. And I would worry that you're not going to have sustainable defensive success over the long term with Dan Quinn as head coach and not as defensive coordinator because it's tough to be sustainably good on defense over a long period of time so I would probably say no to that I would probably rather uh, keep McCarthy as the head coach Flores says Ines Gerald goes with uh, Brian Flores Tommy sticks with Dan Quinn he he refuses to believe that he, he will leave. Chino says, bring back Mike Nolan. Man, come on. He says, just kidding, bro. Like like my mom would say, uh, don't even kid with, with that. In Spanish, she would just say, ni de broma. <laughs> Skywalker Steel for general managers is Toxic Tom. Mo can be the wide receiver coach. Bosch is the offensive line coach. I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that. Uh, can I be, I don't want to be wide receiver coach. Can I be running backs coach? I mean, that's, that's the, that's my position. <laughs> that's what I played for, for one lone season before I took an arrow to the knee. Please fire Kellen Moore's straight. Joe Witt Jr. will do a great job, says Jeff. I would stick, for my final answer, I would stick with George Edwards as my number one, and my number two would be Joe Witt Jr. But hey, when I say number one and number two, I don't mean, for those of you who are looking at the screen, number one over here uh, up top, and then number two with a wide gap between those two. I probably mean just like number one and number two. 
the two of them are really tied together. Uh, to me, is more of a flip coin. Maybe that decision can be based in things that we honestly, as outsiders, do not know. We don't know exactly what the assignments for these two coaches are during the season, during the offseason, blah, blah, blah. So whoever of those two, I, I would like the in-house hire, not going to lie. Dak needs a good quarterback coach, says Reginald. Man, just bring back John Kidna. <laughs> I would bring back John, John Kidna, not going to lie. Skyrim reference most is Toxic Tom, of course, of course. Read something today that Kellen Moore is talking to the Panthers, says Kat, uh, Katharina. Yes, he is interviewing with the Carolina Panthers. Romo for OC says straight. Nah, that's not doable. Jimmy Johnson, general manager, says Gilbert. Okay, now, now we're dreaming in the chat. Now we are dreaming. Mark, though, and, and Anthony do, do bring up the name of Mike Zimmer. Wouldn't, wouldn't rule that out, but he would definitely not be in that top four for me. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. That will be it for me tonight here on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. No one cool thing this week. I will give everybody a week to heal after that playoff loss. But next Tuesday night, we will be right back with the one cool thing of the week. Our feel-good segment of ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I just figured <laughs> that, the, the, that the show, that the audience would not be in the mood for the one cool thing. So I said, you know what? Let's pause it. Let's pause it for a for a week. Toxic Thumbs says, nice San Francisco shirt, Mo. It is pink. I don't know if the, if the camera makes it look red. It is a pink shirt. I, I promise you it is not red. <laughs> it is just pink. <laughs> Hit the like button. Do me that favor. Every thumbs up puts this show in front of more Cowboys fans, and I would appreciate that. Thank you so much for tuning in to Primetime. I will see you tomorrow, 8 p.m. Central Primetime, brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. Nos vemos mañana. Adios.